Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. Hello, and welcome to Business Houston Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bertram. Uh, today, I have Kim here uh, with Advocates for the Independent. Kim, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Well, why don't you? Why don't we start off telling telling us a little bit about um, your background? I saw a little bit on your story on your website of how you kind of maybe got into the business and then um, what 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 it is uh, your business does well. Okay. Well, uh, my background is as respiratory therapy uh, therapist, and um, I opened up Advocates for the Independent in 2010 based on I had um, my grandmother had become really ill and we had trouble finding care for her. So um, unfortunately, by the time I got my business open, she was not, um, she'd already passed, but we had so much trouble with finding qualified people. It became apparent to me that um, this was a business that I needed to, um, to check into. And with my background in respiratory therapy, I, um, I thought it was a good thing. So um, we started and uh, we've been in business. We're in our 11th year now. Oh, fantastic. And you do, and you do um, home home care, right? Yes, yes, home, home care. We have caregiver, care. caregivers that go to the homes and help people what they call activities of daily living. Uh, help them stay safely in the home. Uh, keep them out of a nursing home uh, as much as, you know, as long as possible or out of assisted living, just help people stay safely in the homes. We kind of uh, refer to the sandwich generation, people tr uh, trying to run their families. They have small kids and then their parents need help. And uh, we go, you know, we, we can go in and do meals, help them take to the doctor, help them with just about anything they need, to, you know, that you can't do as you become elderly and disabled. And so from what I know about um, home health care, there's um, people that are uh, certified and then there's like caregivers. Um, do, do you offer, right? Like, can you explain that a little bit more? And maybe can you offer uh, both like people that provide medicine, I guess, and, and provide uh, versus like home care? Yeah, so, yeah, and it is kind of sometimes confusing. There is uh, home health skilled, and then there's if the state refer refers to us as home health, but we're home health basically non skilled. Uh, and the skilled Medicare pays for, they'll send a nurse out and physical therapy, occupational therapy, that type of things. What we're, what we do is, and we do have certified nursing assistants. But you do not need to be a CNA. You can. Um, we've had some very good luck with caregivers that have never done this before, and we just take them in and we train them. Um, really, what, what what you need is compassion and empathy, and that's what we look for in our caregivers. So, um, but if you know this, Medicare unfortunately does not pay for our services, but the home care, a uh, home health skill. 
bulb would you have a nerve? So did that answer your question? Uh well, so we are, we we had a little bit on my end at least. Uh, there was a little bit of breakup. Could you could you repeat that one more time for me, just to make sure uh, we got it for the audience? Okay, the um, home health skilled is paid by Medicare, and that's a nurse, physical therapist, occupational therapist coming into the homes to help people. Um, our 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 girls or caregivers sometimes they're certified nursing assistants, sometimes they're uh, people we've trained, sometimes they're just girls that have done this uh, for many years. Um, what we look for in caregiving is empathy and compassion. The skills that we do are teachable, but the empathy and compassion is something that comes from the heart and something that, that can't be taught. No, perfect. So maybe could you break apart maybe like one or two or three different scenarios of uh, where your services could be best utilized? Like what would be a situation where, oh, hey, I, I, I need to call advocates for the independent because my, my, my mother or father or, you know, like, can, you, yeah. can you maybe explain some different scenarios where, where it works best? Yes. Yeah, so um, say, for instance, your parents have been, you know, pretty self-sufficient and maybe one has some dementia and the mom has been trying to take care of the dad. He's got dementia. She falls and breaks a hip. Oh, no. Here you've got two parents. You yourself have a, a job and a family you're trying to take care of, but yet you don't really want to put your parents and they're not really ready for a nursing home and that not really, you know, assisted living is not the right place for them. You can call us and we send a caregiver out to stay with the dad, make sure he's taking his medication, make sure, you know, he's safe, he's not wandering. And then if, you know, if the mom gets better, comes back, the caregiver can take care of both of them. Or maybe if, if you live outside of uh, the city of Houston or the area we cover um, and you're not sure that they're eating correctly and or they're taking their medication or, uh, you know, they just they're struggling to, 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 you know, just live and you live far away. That's an opportunity for an, an agency like myself to go in and send a caregiver and help them basically just make sure they're going to the doctor, they have food, uh, maybe make a meal for them, uh, you know, and, and take them to, to take them shopping or do the shopping for them. Yeah. So, so I, I just pulled up your website, uh, advocatesfortheindependent.com. And in the services section, I was seeing a lot of these um, great services, pick up, uh, pharmacy prescriptions, reduce risk of medication errors, provide medication reminders. And then there's like physical assistance uh, for mobility, for mm -hmm. exercise plans to escort to the doctor, uh, personal care, helping them with uh, shaving or, or bathing, um, oral hygiene, dental hygiene, uh, helping with meal preparations, which you talked about, uh, feeding, uh, dietary plans, uh, increasing kitchen safety, uh, and then homemaking, so the the, the cleaning, um, the washing of linens, taking out the trash, just you know, just just household duties, right? And then yeah, yeah it's um, basically called activity living. If you th you think about it, you get up in the morning and you get yourself up and you brush your teeth or you take a shower and you fix your bre breakfast and you put you know you get dressed as you age, and you start having arthritis or diff or different memory problems. You can't do some of that, and you need help. And that's what they, you know, we call activities of daily living. We go in and help with those 
those activities to help people, you know, progress and, and age at home. Everybody wants to age at home. Nobody wants to go into a nursing home if they don't have to. Um, and it's actually can be, it can be affordable, much, much less affordable than say assisted living or a nursing home. If you can, you know, get by with, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week with help. And a lot of people can. Um, the, yeah, I, um, I think we, I think people, we take it, you know, I think we take it for granted a lot, like being able to do all, all these different mm. kind of things um, because we just, yeah. you know, it's natural. I know I had, uh, I had torn my ACL and I was actually on crutches for like six months and I, I couldn't carry mm -hmm. anything. I couldn't do anything. And, and to have, um, you know, someone to help with those things would have been phenomenal mm -hmm. as well as, you know, you even talk about companionship, escorts to religious services, uh, incidental transportation, um, you know, pet and plant care. I mean, um, so really just, you know, any, any kind of, um, daily activities, I guess that, that mm -hmm. you might, uh, need help or right. like, uh, like, a, a elderly person might need help with when they're not ready for the, uh, assisted living homes, uh, someone can come into the, the house and help them. I think that that's, uh, phenomenal. Right. One of the things that also when people rehab, say a lot of times people have knee replacement, hip replacements, and they have to rehab and the skilled nursing comes in you know, in the, the beginning, and they give them exercises to do. One of the things the caregivers do and can do is help them with those exercises every day, because that's very important for them to rehab and gain their independence is to um, keep, you know, keep that rehab and keep those exercises going. And that's a very good activity. We, we stress to people when we take on somebody after, say, a hip, hip replacement or a knee, knee replacement. Yeah, no, I'm looking at your website. It looks like you have a lot of great uh, testimonials. You do some great hiring of compassionate people. And it looks like also here, uh, if you for, for anybody that's watching, um, but if, for, the, for the listeners out there, um, can you talk about a little bit about your service area? Okay. We are licensed, and you do need to be licensed from the state to, to run um, this type of a business. And we're licensed for Harris, all surrounding counties, and we go as far as um, the Beaumont Port Author area. So the surrounding counties of Harris County and then Chambers, Galveston, Jefferson, Orange, and Hardin County. Fantastic. Fantastic. You know, I, I would like to say something uh, because, you know, we just went through this freeze and we, we have a... Um, a testimonial for one of our client's daughters. I have to give a shout out to my uh, care coordinators, schedulers. They did an awesome job this past this past week with with this. You know, the difficulty of us getting to clients with the freeze. We had people that um, can't go without care. We just can't go without care. And my schedulers uh, were running the roads in this freeze, picking up caregivers, taking them to the client so they would have care. And wow. I, I just can't talk how, how proud I am of these people. And we have a, actually just got a, a letter from a daughter thanking us for, and thanking my staff for what they did for their mom through that freeze. That That's so phenomenal. And that, that is a good transition into kind of my next question for you of maybe how uh, is uh, COVID how has COVID affected the caregiving in the homes and like, how are you dealing with that? And, um, you know, what's been going on in your business regarding that? Yeah. Well, when COVID, we first started a year ago with this COVID, 
it was pretty, you know, difficult on us because everybody was really scared and caregivers were scared. And a lot of the families, uh, you know, some of the people didn't want people coming in. And then a lot of people weren't working so they could take care of their parents. But as people have gone back to work and we've learned more and more how to uh, protect ourselves, um, you know, we've seen a really increase in business. Also, a lot of people, because the facilities were not letting uh, families in, uh, it just now just makes it much more um, attractive to stay home. And, and because they just, there was people that didn't see their parents or their loved ones for months and months. So um, I've had a lot of people say to me, when I, you know, get that way, I'm not going. I want somebody to come in the home instead of me going into a facility. We were, you know. Um, yeah, le le less 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 interaction, less chance of yeah, um, yeah. you know yeah. Because my my grandfather's in in, in a home, and uh, we do uh, uh, you know video calls with him because mm -hmm. he's, he mm -hmm. he can't leave. We actually had to be behind a like a, a glass wall that they built uh, to, to yeah. interact. It was it was it was quite sad. Um, so I I really think that that companionship piece and, and being safe about it's um, really, really, really valuable. Um, so, you know, can you t tell me a little bit about what it means to you to be part of, uh, the, the BBB? Well, I really believe in the BBB. I think it, it, it really shows a, um, a standard of, of business practices to, to be belong to the BBB. I think they're, they've been very phenomenal. And as far as, you know, vetting companies, myself, I usually look at before I hire somebody to look at the BBB's website and see, you know, if there's any reviews. And um, I, I just think it's a, it's the uh, businesses should belong to it because I, it, it, you know, everybody should be doing the right thing anyway. But, um, you know, and there's always, you know, it can be a misinterpretation and they're good mediators too. If there's something that happens and sometimes people just because, because of stress or, or not really understanding, sometimes there is, mis, you know, misunderstandings and they're a good mediator to uh, help you work out those, those problems. Oh, absolutely. I think that the, the, the trust component as well as, um, being able to mediate through situations is super valuable. Uh, and I think a lot yeah. of people uh, don't always uh, realize that the BBB has those capabilities. So I think that that's great uh, for you pointing that out. So, so tell me a little bit about, um, you know, maybe some, some tips uh, that you've learned, uh, you know, it being in the, the home healthcare industry um, that maybe you didn't know prior to going into it, or maybe other people that are thinking about this service uh, and and things they might want to consider that they might hadn't considered uh, moving into. Yeah. Well, I highly if you're going to use caregiving, I highly suggest you use a reputable agency. Uh, there's too many uh, people running around, not just Houston, everywhere in the United States, trying to do it privately. They feel like, oh, you're going to save money, but you really do need to be paying their taxes. You need to pay the workman's comp. And because if you don't, they can come back after you if you're, you know, I'm not paying that. But the other thing I, when you hiring an agency, you need to, you know, vet them for one thing, and you need to listen to their advice. They know their caregivers. One of the biggest things, uh, problems we see is a lot of people, well, I want to interview the caregiver. Well, the agency hires the caregiver 
They should be training the caregiver and they should know what skills they have. And you should, since you're paying an agency, you should feel, you should let them place the caregiver uh, and that, that agency should have a policy if, you know, for some reason there's a personality difference or you're not comfortable, they should, you know, let, let you change caregivers. But it's not a good thing. It doesn't really work out when the families want to say they want to interview because they really don't know the caregiver. And sometimes they just don't interview well. And you might miss an opportunity to have a really good caregiver. Um, and like I said, if you're paying an agency, you should you should trust what they're telling you they know what they're looking for that that's great so so kim is there anything um that that we we didn't cover that you wanted to make sure to get out there uh uh, about advocates for the independent um that that maybe we haven't covered that you want to make sure to to share well you know of course (laughs) i'm very partial i think i think we do a great job and uh, my staff loves the elderly and we were there to help, you know, we're, this is more of a, I mean, it is a business, but it is a ministry. You're helping people. And I think, um, I just want people to know that in our heart, that the elderly are the number one priority in our business. That, that's phenomenal. Well, Kim, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you? We have, we have a website, we have a Facebook page, we have a, a Eight six eight hundred number, eight six six number, toll free number that you can also text that number, um, and ask, and you can put caregiver or uh, and, and that's service. eight six six two three seven seven two three two eight six six two three seven seven two three two. Yes, you can text us or call us directly at seven one three. 609-9908. You will always get a live person. We run, we don't use an answering service. Somebody's always answering the phone 24-7 if you need something after business hours. Um, so there's several different ways to get in touch with us. Um, yeah. And then info at advocatesfortheindependent.com looks like another great way or check out uh, advocatesfortheindependent.com. Correct. Yep. Yes. Well, yes, Kim, it, it, was, it was wonderful to have you on our program today. Um, wish you the best and have a great day. Thank you very much, Matt. Enjoyed it. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small, and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.